Starting in three, two. Oh, hold on. I don't have the audio drop. <laughs> All right, ready? Starting in three, two, one. Welcome in, everybody. Um, we've got a, a special shout up on, on the on the docket tonight. What do we got on the on the on the uh, the radar, Jimmy? Before we get into anything, I just had to express my emotions for last night's game, the Seahawks game. What a what a rough way to start the week. It was it was in our hands, and we dropped it. The ball that is. Speaking of hands, those them hands look uh, pretty uh, pretty scary last night. Oh yeah, um, I don't. I I was watching the game, and I thought we were gonna get smacked, but they kept the game so close, which made it even worse. Cause I was into it, you know. I was into the game. Um, you know, you ever like you know the meme where they have the guy that he's like he's like holding a controller and he's like laid like lean back, and then when it, it gets serious, he like leans forward. That was me. In the fourth quarter, when Geno Smith had the ball, um, right? You know, we got the ball back with like two minutes and some change, and I, I think it was the first play of that drive was a pick. Mm, um, I remember that. It was to Tyler Lockett. You know, he 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 tripped or something, slipped, and I remember that clearly because I really wanted Tyler Lockett to catch that. Yeah, no, I, I saw you. You were like kind of predicting what was going to happen. Well, for like the the positive outcome, anyways. Yes. Um, but it was such a letdown. I know, I know. Well, um, that that aside, um, let's get into episode preview. Yeah, we can uh, introduce ourselves real quick too. Yeah, I'm Elvis. Jimmy, and um, this is you're, you're listening to the Commish Cast. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, I think I'm gonna drop this accent now. I know <laughs> that we have a game in London this week. Okay, so. David Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, we have a 9.30 game in London this week. Just a heads up, if you guys didn't remember. So make sure you set your lineups early. Yeah, can't, set, can't set them on Sunday morning like you usually do if you do that. I was wondering why you were doing that accent. <laughs> uh, I actually, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's the reason why. Uh, I actually kind of wish we gave them a better game in London because I'm not excited about that game. I don't think it's too bad. but um, No, it, it'll be interesting because, because of the circumstances. But yeah, uh, but yeah let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that later because we'll get to that. Um, Episode preview? Yeah, so we have two short segments today. Well, it's not really short, but we have two um, segments instead of our usual, like, three or four, whatever it is. Um, Our first one is Let's Give Ranks, um, and we're going to get into that uh, after this. And then Fire Em Up, which is like a, we're going to play like a little game again of over and under. Um, But yeah, those are two of our segments today. Um, And then should we go over the week four uh, salary draft uh, results. Yes, yes, Our we should start of the week's result. Yeah. So uh, in the previous week, uh, Jimmy, Henry, and I, we all made a like a salary cap team, and the team totals. Uh, this was half PPR, by the way. If you guys want to look over the teams again, you guys can feel free. It'll be in our Discord, as well as you can just listen to it on our previous podcast. <clears throat> but the team totals, uh, we have Henry in third place. With thirty nine point zero two points, followed by me 
52.14 points. And Jimmy in the lead with 68.32 points. Woohoo! <laughs> nice, Jimmy. I'm make looking it, for the hooray. Make it, making that money. So, um, yeah, next time that we're all three of us together, I'll bring I'll bring the Doritos and we'll have Henry bring them the... Uh, Mojitos. Mo- That's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's get started in our first segment for this week. Uh, this segment's called Let's Give Ranks. Yeah, I think it's a fun one. <clears throat> it's in, it's interesting. Uh, we're in week. We're starting week five now. We've already started week five because, um, as you know, we are recording this post Thursday game for week five. So, but we want to look back at week four real quick and um, kind of get like a temperature check on some players and even some teams. Uh, so what we're gonna do here is we're just going to throw out some names. And the other person is going to guess where they where they land on the season so far. Yeah, I think we excluded the players that are that played last night, mm-hmm. um, just to prevent any confusion. That's um, right. So I guess we can start with our quarterbacks. Yeah, let's do that. So from from my guy, um, I have Daniel Jones, and I want you to give me the rank of where you think he. He is at right now for total touchdowns. Total touchdowns. I know that he's got quite a few, especially for himself, running himself, running in, running in, running them in. Um, I want to guess that in total touchdowns, in total touchdowns, he's probably ranked. Um, how many guesses do I get? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say how many should let's we do? Let's do two. Yeah. All right. Let me preface uh, it. We'll do, uh, we'll do a first guess and then higher lower. Okay. I'm gonna preface it with it being for this one. It's a little bit tricky. Yeah, um, I, I like the tricky ones though. They're 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 much more interesting to talk about. I feel like I should give you a hint before you jump into this one. If you, I mean, that's all you. If you want to give a hint, so okay, I'll give you a hint. He's tied with three other players for this um, stat. Is he sixth? Nope. Higher or lower? He's uh, very much higher. Very much higher. Yeah. Is this one's tricky? I'm telling you. He's third. It's ranked oh, third. I meant, okay, so I meant like the other way higher. So lower. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he's right. So he doesn't have as many touchdowns. Yes. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, but he's probably, he's got to be very much lower. Uh, eighth. That's not very much. I already said it though. It's locked in. Dang it. Okay, so the answer is 24th. 24th? Yeah, and that's because... Like this one's really tricky because there's so many other quarterbacks that are tied for this this stat. Mm-hmm. So he is tied for four touchdowns. I thought he had way more, mm-hmm. but he only have he only has a total of four, and he is tied with Lamar Jackson, Mac Jones, and Zach Wilson. That is really interesting because I I feel like the, the Giants have been scoring, and so that's why I thought you know six and eight right. Uh, it's like I was looking at the the stats, and there was a bunch of other quarterbacks that are tied for like 18th and like so yeah. on and so forth. So yeah. that's why it was like much more difficult, right? In my opinion, that's interesting. It's not even not even uh, top 10. I thought he I thought he was doing well too, but yeah. four isn't that much. Yeah, interesting. All right, let me throw you my my quarterback. I have a uh, Jalen Hurts. I want his overall rank on the season, huh? On the season, his overall quarterback rank. Okay, so. He he's been kind of cold these past couple weeks. Let's see. I want to say I want to say he's like ninth. Uh, that's very close actually, but it's lower. Let me give you this buzzer real quick. All right. So lower as in like 
tenth and higher. He's uh, he's ranked better than that. Okay. We should we should say better or worse. I think it's a yeah. little, little less confusing. Oh, okay. I'm close though. So, yeah. magic number seven. Lucky number seven. Oof. Right in between the oh. two. He's ranked eighth, which is a little surprising for for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know. I've never been. He, you, you have to look at Jalen Hurts as pretty much a rookie quarterback for this year. He's not t- t- technically a rookie because he was he was in the league last year, but he really didn't start till the end of the season. Um, and so he's pretty much playing like he's a rookie, and he's doing pretty good. And and uh, top ten option, meaning for for our league specifically, we have 10, 10 teams, so that's definitely a starting option for uh, for our league. Um, just to kind of. Uh, to show why he belongs at the eighth week one he placed fifth week two tenth week three tenth and week four he placed fourth so that's why he lands at, at the eighth and he's um like a better player than i thought he was he's very 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 playable yeah he had a better week four than i thought <clears throat> yeah 27.18 points that week what against casey okay i didn't i didn't even notice that yeah so some i guess you know he's a much better player. Like, let me let me see this something real quick. I want to see. I like Jalen Hurts a lot this year, mm-hmm. and going forward too. He, I hope he he keeps his his uh his QB you know his starting job because yeah I like him a lot. I think so too. I, I like him a lot. And in our league, he's only drafted for eight dollars. So that's that's a great value for having a top ten quarterback at least for the first four weeks. Yeah, and I think he's on Ryan's teams too. He is. He is. So yeah, let's move on. Okay, so uh, we can jump right into our wide receivers. I have Justin Jefferson from the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson, and what you want total fantasy points? Yes, I would like to know for his uh, position. I would like to know where he stands for fantasy uh, points. Um, I feel like he's been doing pretty, like pretty good. If not good, then pretty decent. I would rank him in, fa- in terms of fantasy points at, let's say that. The wide receiver, wide receiver twelve. Ooh, very close. Um, better than that. Better than that. Oh, that's that's good. All right, let me give you this. <laughs> I got. We got to remember to do those. Uh, if he's be- close, I'm gonna have to say the wide receiver eleven. Oh dang, Elvis! Dang. Um, so. He was wide receiver, or he is wide receiver 10th. Oh, I was going to jump extra one like you did, yeah. but I didn't. Oh. Very good guesses, though. Um, so he was behind, he's behind Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin's ninth right now, and he's after Jamar Chase, who is um, 11th. So that kind of gives you an idea of where he's at on the season so far. Yeah, he's doing really, he's, he's a solid player, and then he's really young, so definitely lots to look forward to for him yeah he's a stud um my wide receiver is uh jacoby myers and i want to know where he's ranked uh, it, against his peers in targets Ooh, i kind of feel like this one's a trap i, I like the trap ones i mentioned that earlier i do right. like the trap ones. targets huh because it, it i like the surprises and like finding the, the gem in the rough you know so how I many targets say, i want to say he's at least this isn't my final answer but i want to say he's at least top 15 uh, so are you saying 15 or no, are you saying, I'm, I'm just I mean, like talking out loud. But, but, but does that count as a guess? Top 15? Do you want me to give you a yes or no? No, <laughs> I'm just like thinking out loud. Okay. No problem. Um, well, let's work through it. Cause Mac Jones, who else is he throwing to there? I mean, he, he, his other options are Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. His running backs, um, Kendrick Bourne. 
but then like I gotta consider the other receivers that are you know also getting looks mm-hmm. way more looks than him maybe I'll back it up probably top 24 I would say he's oh gosh this is hard he's 22nd 22nd no he is not he's better than 22nd oh okay in targets hmm this is rough because the large number here he could be top 10 top 15 I'll say he's 15th. 15th? Yeah. He's 8th in targets in the, in, the, in the league out of all the wide receivers. Yeah, that's, that's, isn't that surprising? Um, yeah. Jacoby Myers, he's, I think he's actually a pretty solid player this year uh, considering the targets. Because if you get targeted, you get opportunities. And if you get opportunities, you're going to get points, fantasy points, right? Um, something a little interesting is that he pretty much almost doubles everybody else's targets on his team. Um the next person, next man up would be Nelson Aguilar, who gets the deeper targets. Uh, I, can, I mean, it kind of makes sense for Jacoby to have more targets since he's the slot guy. But um, it, but to have double is is quite a few. And he's almost double yards, too. He's got like a right, right around 250 yards, whereas Nelson only has 150. Um, okay. I'm kind of interested on his um, completion percentage. Uh, I believe it's right around uh, the team average, which is uh, I can check this up real quick. Yeah, I was wondering if you had that um, handy. Give me two seconds. But also, while I, while I looked that up, um, something that I noticed is that his targets have, have been going up since um, James White? Well, also because of James White. That definitely adds to it. But since since week one, since week oh, one and two, his, okay. his targets have, have been going up. Um, I think that's like a like a you know, something on Mac Jones becoming more confident, you know, as the season goes yeah. on. Um, but, you know, like you, you bring up that he has a he's he's ranked eighth in targets. But how much of these targets are, are is, he, is he actually completing, you know? Yeah, it's definitely important to know. Um, I, they, I had the the stat here before, but I don't know why it's not here anymore. But basically, he's 27 for 41. Which That's is not bad. Sixty, right around sixty, seventy percent, which is uh, pretty good for a wide receiver. Um, yeah, especially one of his caliber. He's kind of yeah a guy that flies under the, under the radar. Yeah, and not a lot of people talk about him. Right. Uh, if you want a comparison in terms of completion rate, uh, somebody else who has right around that number of targets is uh, Calvin Ridley. He has forty-two targets, twenty-seven catches. Uh, catches just message to Calvin Ridley. Catch, I mean, uh, if you want a good quarterback. Um, Devonte Adams catches thirty one out of forty five, so okay. right around the same, right around the same percentage. Yeah, I mean Calvin, Calvin like Calvin really, really. I mean he's been kind of mediocre this this season yeah, so far. He has, but again, his, his, like I was saying, his his quarterback isn't that good either. Yeah. So like, it's just his team in general is just looking rough. So it's he, his opportunities are diminished. I think Matt Ryan's good. It's just I don't know like how the offense is ran there because. Why? Why is your like, wide receiver one not getting more? It seems more looks? like they play a different way every year, and he's learning new, new offenses every year. Yeah, they do have a new coach this year too. Yeah, so I feel like it's tough on the team, and like just not having the consistency to do to do the same thing, like to do what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, a little fun fact about about Jacoby Myers too: he's second on his team for uh, passing yards and, and passes. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that play he did. What was it last week that he threw it to? Yeah. Um, who was it? Number fifteen. Uh, I think it was Nelson. Was it? I think it was Nelson. I don't remember. But he's two for two. He's got a better completion uh, 
completion rate than uh than mac jones that kind of reminds me of uh muhammad sanu a couple years back <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah he was throwing it to julio and his completion rate was like yeah well, you know well, almost of course perfect. that's like kind of like a bogus number because yeah. such a small sample size right uh well yeah that was that's my uh my wide receiver for you all right um, let's jump into the running backs so i have deandre swift from the detroit lions and i want to know where he stands for uh overall in in his position so i know a little bit about deandre swift because i'm actually uh, targeting him in a trade somewhere interesting somewhere um, somewhere and um we'll see if i get him or not but um we're trying to negotiate through it and um i know that he's had two good weeks and two pretty bad weeks so i would put him probably around running back 15 it's a little too high so a little too high a little bit better a little bit better actually i'll say better not a little bit Alright. Running back nine. Ooh, close. Um, so he's at the seventh position right now. Ooh, ooh. Uh so yeah. like you said, week one he was fourth, and then week two he was twenty first. Mm-hmm. And then week three he was fifth. And then week four he's thirty seventh. So he's kinda like come like bouncing back and forth every other week. So one week he <laughs> he'll give you, you know, top five at his position and then the next he's like he hides. He's nowhere to be seen. Um, I, I don't really know why that is. I, I don't really know the Like, I don't have the matchups uh, listed on here. But it seems like every other week he's he's doing better. And then next, the week after that, he, he kind of poops his pants. Yeah, I think I think it's tough for the for the Lions running backs because they, they pretty much get used 50% of the time. Like, each of them between Jamal Williams and... Uh, DeAndre Swift, they literally pretty much 50-50 timeshare, so they both have good opportunities and they're both good players. So um, it's just that it seems that generally when it's a running game, they both do good or they don't both do bad. That's a, that's the weird thing about it. Yeah, and to put it into perspective, he's right in between Zeke and Daryl Henderson. Yeah. So pretty good, but the inconsistency like that, if I had him, that would make me nervous. Yeah, it's. I would say that he's he he he's supposed to be a running back one, but I would say he's he feels better as a running back two because just because like you want to be able to count on your running back one to produce every single week, whereas running back two is um, kind of like a support a supporting running back. Yeah, it's just the situation that the Lions are. A little technical difficulty. You were just saying it's just like the situation where so where the Lions have Swift and. Jamal Williams, so Swift is like the one A, and Jamal Williams the one B. So it's really hard for you know for Swift to produce weekly, you know, going in and out. And um, so I think seventh isn't that bad for for the situation he's in. Uh, but I I feel like he he'll do better. Yeah, I think so too. He, like again, like 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 other players, he's pretty young, so he'll have opportunities not just now but um, going forward. Yep. Um, maybe especially after his rookie contract we'll see <clears throat> so uh, my running back I kind of have a combo because I wanted to compare the two um, you you can pick you can pick one but I'll, and I'll give you the ranking for the other but I, I'm picking I, I'm giving you Dalvin Cook and Austin Eckler you give me the ranks of one of them over, uh, running back overall so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the easy way out mm-hmm. and pick Austin Eckler because I know he's been doing well mm-hmm He's definitely a top five guy. I just don't know if he's, I would say top three, actually. I just don't know if he's closer to, like, 
I don't know. He's probably like, is he second? Nice, Jimmy. <laughs> nice. He is second overall. Um, he finished the running back 28, the 6th, the 8th, and the 3rd. Um, so that, that first week was a, a fluke, obviously, where he didn't finish even in the top 24. Um, but yeah, he, finishing second overall, he's great. And the reason I put Dalvin Cook in there is, um, why don't you take a, a just a, a swing at it real quick? Dalvin Cook is probably third, right? Third, you think so? Third or fourth? He's the 27th ranked what? overall. Um, you have to realize that he also missed the week, so that counts against him. Oh, yeah. But also, uh, week four was really bad for him. Um, Dalvin Cook, in comparison, finished he, uh, week one. He finished the sixth, then the 15th. Then he didn't play, and then he finished the 47th. Oh, okay. So he's 27th overall. Um, Who's first? I'm curious. Uh, I don't. Is really, it Cordero? Uh, it has to I can, be. I can check real quick. No, I think Cordero is fourth, fifth. What the fifth? I can tell you right now in a second. Um, Cord- uh, Cordero is um, third overall. Derrick Henry's first overall. Oh yeah, yeah. He had a monster. Yeah, uh, that, that one monster week. Um, I think Eckler would have been higher. Honestly, he could have. He could have like unseated Derrick Henry because. That first week, he was kind of banged up. I think he had like a hamstring injury or something like that. So that's why he had the the bad week. But if he was healthy, I think he would he would uh, challenge Derrick Henry for number one spot right now. Yeah, for sure. And uh, a little a little extra tidbit for uh, for these two running backs is something that I, I was kind of looking back at was the draft values that we had for these guys. Um, I kind of mentioned in previous podcasts that at this point, draft value doesn't really matter anymore because it's not real like the reality of things, the way things are. Mm-hmm. But Dalvin Cook was drafted at $59 and Eckler was drafted at 20 by long. Yeah. Um, they, so. Yeah, someone broke the bank for <clears throat> Dalvin Cook. And is not getting what they paid for him. So he, he might be the, a trade candidate, you know? Yeah, Dalvin Cook has always been that guy that, like, I I kind of don't want to touch him. Like, I had to, like, use, like, a 10-foot pole, you know, keep my distance from him because cause of his injury history and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you there because um, I have Dalvin Cook in another league, but I I made sure I had to get Alexander Madison because you know that if Cook's not playing, Alexander's playing, and I used him in relief one week, and he was he was doing just solid. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. All right, uh, on to the tight ends now. So for my tight end, I have T.J. Hawkinson. Also from the Detroit Lions, and I want to know where you would, where you want to rank, or where do you think he ranks in targets amongst his tight end peers? In targets amongst his peers, I know I feel like he gets a good amount of targets, especially for a tight end. Um, I would put put him fourth. Ooh. Oh, I thought you were gonna press the other button. <laughs> I was going for it, but. Uh, is it better or worse than fourth? Better. Better than fourth. A third. Hey, nice, Elvis. Finally. So, yeah, he is third. Um, he has been targeted 30 times. Um, and he is in between Kelsey and Kittle. Mm, so, Kelsey is second and Kittle is fourth. So, and Darren Waller is first. So, he's, yeah, he's Dan, up there with these, these you know top tight ends. Yeah, Darren Waller is... He gets crazy usage, so he's. I knew that he was gonna be first, but like, um, I think we 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 kind of 
hinted at this that TJ Hawkinson is going to be one of those guys this year that he's going to be great. Yeah, he's a he's a favorite target so, for Jared Goff. And he's he's living up to that. Yep. So, um yeah, yeah, he was a guy that I was kind of targeting in the draft, but at the price, I think wasn't reasonable for me. And yeah. I, I think I got pits on like really good value. Mm-hmm. Let me see how much he went for. Um Henry has him in our league and he went for $9, which isn't so bad. That's probably where I got Pitts, actually. Yeah. Well, Pitts, I think Pitts is, has definitely, at, around the time we were drafting, Pitts had all the hype. Yeah. Like, they're in, in, in camp, in preseason, they were, like, saying, like, he's, he's play, being played like a wide receiver. Yeah, I want to so, I want to talk about him later in, yeah. in the show. All right, we'll get to there. Uh, my tight end is uh, George Kittle. I want to know where he ranks in terms of fantasy points among other tight ends. So I, I know this one's another trap because he has not been performing that well. Oh, he has to be in the teens, I feel like. Let me go. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say 11th. Oh, dang. Right on the money. <laughs> Ka-ching. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's ranked 11th. Uh, there's, and I don't really have any anything to add on to that it's just that george kittle is supposed to be a top three guy and he's outside of the top 10 and if you're outside of the top 10 he's not somebody you really want to start in our league yeah i was wrong he wasn't in the teens he was just you know he's a preteen. so yeah uh, he hasn't i think he's been injured kind of like he's, he's been, been he's been kind of kind of hobbled and this week he's actually doubtful so if you have him on your team whoever has him i think chris has him yeah you gotta watch out might probably start somebody else i had to take him out of my lineup in a different league just before the show Kind of um, sucks because Trey Lance is getting his first start, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, a lot of things we got to talk about later because yeah. we're, we're just going to run through all the games. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing much to say about George Kittle other than like he's been very underwhelming, especially yeah, for disappointing. especially for the kind of player he is. And I mean, partially not really his fault because it's rough, it's a rough quarterback situation, but also injury too. Right. So, uh, I mean, another again trade candidate question mark. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Let me. Let, you want me to take teams first? You've been taking all these yeah, other, other for ones it. first. Um, for teams, I have the Chiefs. I want to know where they rank in points against them. Okay, so points against they haven't really like blown out anybody. Their games have been. I want to say they've been hitting the over as well. Um, I would say top ten points against points against means that the teams that have, yeah, have scored, scored against, against them. them. Yep. I would say 7th. Seventh. 7th? Seventh? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Not 7th. Um, so the, these are kind of, since it's uh, points against, it's kind of reverse. Mm-hmm. They've been doing worse, so they're higher ranked in points against. Okay. So we, teams score more against them than the 7th ranked team. Does that make sense? So it'd be like it'd be, uh, top 7? One, 1 through 6. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Dang, I don't... All right, I'm going to go second. Dang, Jimmy. Right on the oh money again. The second second in points against. Um, we see the Chiefs as like this scary team, but like they get scored on a lot. In terms of like passing touchdowns, they're 12 against air yard. In air yards, they get scored on. Like they're the top six. They're sixth in being scored, scored like getting air yards against them. Mm-hmm. Third in rushing yards against. First in rushing touchdowns against. Uh, sorry. I, I said yards twice. Let me go do that again. So 12th in passing touchdowns against, 6th in air yards against. 
third in rushing yards against and first in touchdowns against. So you can run on this team, you can throw on this team. And that's part of the probably, probably part of the reason why they score so much because they have to get these points. And the thing is that they can. They have Patrick Mahomes and all these other weapons is that they can uh, get all these points. And um, maybe that's also part of the reason why they're, they're struggling. They're struggling in their uh, division. Yeah. That's, a, that's why I, th- I thought they would be, you know, because when they played against the Chargers, which is one of the games they lost, it was like a close close game, but it was like 30 to 28. Mm-hmm. And then like the recent game that they played against Philly, it was it was a high scoring game as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, the reason I put the Chiefs in here is because I want, I guess I want the league to know that like, if your team is playing against, if you have a player that's playing against the Chiefs, don't be afraid. Like you, they can be scored on and you can get points that way. So. Yeah, and you can always count on Patrick Mahomes, you know, responding to, you know, teams scoring against him. Yeah, and that'll so only drive up drive yeah. up the, your, your players' numbers because they're just going to play just as hard as to keep exactly. up. Exactly. All right, so my team is the Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Mm, interesting. And I want to know where they rank in takeaways, meaning turnovers. Like interceptions and yeah, fumble stri- recovered. So strictly just interceptions and fumbles. Fumble recovered. Like a fumble. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, um, I have to. I have to. I feel like this is a trap. I feel like they're they've been. You. I feel like you wouldn't put this here if it wasn't a if it wasn't a surprising number. Like if it was like takeaways was like three. That's kind of like not so kind of normal, right? So I'm gonna guess that they're doing really good, and I'm gonna take that there are. I don't know. Fifth? Are they really stinky? Are they, are they stinkier or are they... Oh, you're, you're close. Oh, okay, okay. They're actually better. They're better. Third. Dang it. Right in between. Oh, so, I always do that. <laughs> so they're actually fourth in uh, takeaways this season so far, which you're right. It's a su- surprising stat for me. I thought I thought that they would be doing worse because their offense hasn't really mm-hmm. done you know much on the field. So I would assume that you know the defense being out there more... Um, they would, I mean, they would get more opportunities, but they wouldn't be up that high or, you know, low, however you want to see it. Um, so they have eight takeaways and, you know, so they have five fumbles and three picks. Right. Well, like I kind of had this feeling because there, there is one league that I do play uh, defense in and um, I knew that they haven't been on the waiver wire. So like somebody's been hold, had them and been holding on to them and I you know I'm not able to pick them up so I had, I had a feeling that they're either stashing them for some reason or they've been doing good and I guess I, now I know why yeah alright uh, do you have any other players or games that you want to talk about from week 4 or even you know up to this point in the season not necessarily no? week, week 4 is kind of like a, you know it's like an average week nothing really crazy or, or outstanding mm-hmm. for me yeah but we did have that uh, that uh, which game was that? What the highlight of this week was the was it that was the uh, the week this is this was the week of um, Tampa Bay and Patriots, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a a little in terms of excitement, a little underwhelming toward until the end. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if we don't have anything else to talk about for players or um, ranks from week four, let's let's move on to week five. Yep. Let's you go. ready for this? We, I'm ready. Um, our second segment today, second and last segment for today, is uh something that I'm calling fire them up. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna, we're gonna blaze through all of these, um, all of these, all the games remaining from Week Five. So it's all the Sunday games and, and Monday games, 
um, I want you guys to make sure that you caught that because I call them, I'm calling this segment "Fire 'Em Up," and they're gonna we're gonna bla- <laughs> blaze through it. Uh, um, but also, while we do that, we're we're gonna stop at any any games we find interesting, and um, we're going to fire up some of these players who who we think that you should start. Um, also, additionally, one more thing is that we're gonna kind of decide. Guess take our guess on whether the game is going to go over or under, uh, and that's it. We're not going to pick who's going to win or not or anything like that. Just going to see. We're going to guess the scoring total. Yep. All right. So um, first game, first game on the slate, the Jets and the Falcons. Um, they are playing in London or in England. London. They're playing at Tottenham Stadium. Yeah. Tottenham. Um, they are projected to have forty-five and a half. You taking the over or the under? So I'm taking the I'm taking the over here. Um, them playing in London, I feel like they want to they want to make it an exciting game for the fans. So I feel like it's going to be high scoring. You think they'll uh, eat, take the take the uh, the foot off the gas in, on, in terms of defense just to make it exciting? I mean, the Falcons' defense aren't that great as is. The Jets are kind of I, I think they're pretty good, um, but I feel like. I feel like the Jets aren't really that great of a team overall. So I have it noted here for the quarterbacks. Zach Wilson has started picking it up a little bit, but like the, the past few weeks or the past week, actually. And then Matt Ryan as well. He had a, a decent week um, last week. So um, I think I think they they carry on the, the momentum from last week and put on a show for the fans. I, I, I pretty much agree with you. Um, I had Calvin Ridley here as a start at first, but he's injured. Don't play him. Um, he's not playing this week. Um, I'm not sure if he's injured. He had like a personal matter. Um, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah and Russell Gage is injured. Yeah. So either way, either way, my other my other uh, person I'm firing up is Pitts because of that. The, both those situations. If if Matt Ryan doesn't have anybody to throw to, it's going to be Pitts. And then I also have the Jets wide receiver wide receivers here because they've been heating up. Yeah, they just got Jamison Crowder back, so that like immediately improves their. Their yep. offense. Yep. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next one. We have a lot of games to go through, so uh, we gotta we gotta blaze through these. Yep. Uh, Eagles at Panthers, forty-five and a half over under. I have the over on this one as well. I have the under. Um, yeah. Anybody you want to talk about here in this game? Well, two really great offenses here. Uh, just quickly, CMC. Um, I had I had written his name prior to the the news that just came out recently he's doubtful for this game so not sure if he's going to be playing but he what if he did play he would be making an impact for yeah, sure for sure uh i think you can also i don't i don't have this written down this is something i'm coming out off the top of my head but um i think you can also start robbie anderson i, I still get the feeling that he's going to go off eventually he has the targets uh his targets have since gone down but with cmc out his targets have gone up and he, there's there's a game coming for him soon somewhere. Yeah, DJ Moore, DJ Moore on the, the Panthers has just been impressive. Yeah, he's been so good. But I think it might be similar to like, the thing with Cup, where they're just gonna play a hard defense on him and something. He's and uh, what's his face? Uh, Sam Darnold will have to throw somewhere else. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I have the I have the under here. Um, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Yep. Dolphins at Bucks, forty eight and a half point over under. What you got? So I have the under here. Um, I feel like <laughs> this is going to be a blowout game. I'm not sure if the Dolphins will even score. I think so. This is my bold prediction. I think 
the Dolphins will just score on defense. <laughs> that, is, that is a very bold prediction, but but very feasible too. Yeah. So um, it's going to be like seven and you know to thirty or something like that. Yeah. Um, I I also I'm also taking the under. I think this is going to be a one sided game. I think this is what this is going to be what we expected for Patriots and uh, Bucks. Yep. Um, I think the Bucks are going to walk all over the Dolphins. Uh, and the thing is that if the Dolphins are going to want to score on the Bucks, it's going to be have, have to be through the air because the Bucks run defense is still still great. And so I'm if I would fire up anybody, it's going to be Gasicki um, from the Dolphins and Fournette from the Bucks because the game script just says running game. Yeah, and I mean Brissett is still under center, so like I don't know how he's going to perform against this um, solid defense. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Saints at Saints at football team. That always sounds funny to say. They had a real name. <laughs> Washington football team. So this is kind of low for a spread between these two teams, but I'm taking the what's under. The, what's here. the number real quick? 43 and a half. 43 and a half. You think it's low for them? Yeah. You think it's low for them, but you're still going to take the under? Yeah. Okay. Just because, I don't know. I think the Washington football team's defense is good. Jameis hasn't been that impressive to me. Mm-hmm. He's been okay. So yeah. yeah, I have it going under. Um, I I don't have anything written here in here for my over under because I don't know what to think of this game. Uh, I guess I'll be contrarian. I'm gonna take the over here. Um, I do think it's possible for because Jameis, you saw in week one, Jameis did have a great game. I think he has it in his range of outcomes. It's just that he's not gonna be consistent. Is what it's looking like. Um, and I feel like he could have a bounce back game. I'm, I'm just, I'm just banking on Alvin Kamara to do all the work. Yeah, I was just gonna mention because, that. Like, I, don't, I don't know who to really highlight in this game besides Kamara, but I'm hoping the defense for the the WFT mm-hmm. completely shuts him down because I'm playing against him this week. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you're playing against me. Yeah, and the I co- have commissioner clash this week. Yeah, I like that commissioner clash. The com- clash of the commissioners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping for for a big game for for, for Alvin Kamara. Um, I'm like he they haven't been throwing to him, which is kind of weird. He usually is involved in the throwing game, and so I'm hoping that they they get back to that this game. And um, since I'm taking the over, I just hope Alvin Kamara smashes it. On the other side, maybe take a look at uh, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, interesting. He's coming back from injury, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Titans at Jaguars, 48 and a half over under. What this you- is high, but I'm taking the over. <laughs> uh, you're taking the over? 48 and a half is, is pretty... I mean, I feel like it's going to be a shootout here because both defenses are putrid. They're both really bad defenses. Um, you took the over. I'm taking the under. I feel like 48 and a half is high for these teams, even though I do agree that their defenses are bad. Um, I, I actually do. Who, who do you have? Who do you think is gonna win this game? This is one I do want. I want to ask. I feel like the Titans should win this game, but they haven't been that great. Yeah, I agree. They have been really bad, and um, in terms of both offense and defense. And I mean, they're getting last week was rough for them. They didn't have their wide receivers. Right. Uh, this week they get having AJ yeah. Brown back. You would you would fire him up? Yeah, I have him noted here. So Julio is is actually doubtful. I don't know if he's. He hasn't been practicing, so I don't know if they're, they're going to play him this week. So I have my stocks on AJ Brown this week. Yeah, and a bounce back performance. You know, I have I I have them. I already said that I have them as under. I I think the Jaguars take this game. I think they get their first win. Maybe I I, I feel like Trevor Lawrence is only going to get better, and also um, since DJ Chark is out for the season, I would fire up Lavisca Chanel and uh, Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones yep. Um. Yeah. 
moving on. Yeah, let's go to the Lions at the Vikings. 40, 49 and a half. half. I like that. I was in sync. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have the under here. So this is a divisional game. Um, oh, this is. I didn't know that. I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be gritty. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be low scoring. The Vikings didn't put up numbers last week against, I think it was the Browns. I don't see them putting that much more on mm-hmm. the Lions this week. Yeah, I left this one blank too because I also don't know what to think here yet. Uh, but I... I'm start, I, after hearing what you're saying, I, I'm, I'm convinced I'm buying it, Jimmy. You're a great salesman, <laughs> I, especially with the, the, the fact that it was a divisional game. Um, I do. I think this. I'm curious to see what, what the standings are for this um, division because it yeah. might, might play a factor. These guys might be looking for you know their second win or whatever it I is. Believe, I believe the Vikings are. Lions have, have yet to win, and Vikings are 1 and 3, I believe. Yeah, let me confirm. So this is the NFC North. Detroit is 0-4. Minneapolis or yeah, Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota um, is one and three. So yeah, the Lions are looking to get on the board. And Minnesota's just looking to To win. Yeah. Like the like the thing is that it's interesting because they're they're they have a good offense. And Kirk Cousins has been doing pretty good and you know they have all those options. Um, Dalvin Cook is looking like he's going to be out this week. Yeah, he he hasn't been practicing, right? Is that no, what he hasn't been practicing, is? and he's uh, I think he's listed as doubtful. I'm trying to remember because um, I was I was getting ready to fire up Alexander Madison. Didn't he? Didn't Dalvin Cook say that he's not a hundred percent or something like that? Yeah, I think he's I think he's at that he's at that himself, and he's that. But there was a chance that he might play through. He tried to play through it. He, I mean, truthfully, no one's ever really a hundred percent throughout the season. Yeah. But they don't really come out and say it. Yeah, and I think it also depends on how bad their injuries are too. Yeah, yeah. And what what is his injury? Hamstring? I don't remember. But I feel like for him, probably hamstring. Usual. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I think like recently I found out that Hawkinson, he has an injury or something like that, like an ankle injury. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he'll be playing either. Yeah, I I have to. Let me see. So we can come back to it. No, I'm, I can decide right now. I'm just going to flip a coin. <laughs> um, no, I think I'll take the under two here, too. Let me type yeah. it in, too, so it's official. I keep yeah, forgetting. spending too much time on, on these two mediocre teams. Yeah. All right. Next game. Let's get. Let's move on. Blazing through. Uh, Broncos at Steelers, 39 and a half. Yeah, these are, this is uh, one of the lower spreads. Yeah. Like only a 40-point total. I wonder why Vegas is... Maybe maybe it's because Drew Locke is starting and the Steelers just they're just not that good. Yeah. Um actually Teddy Bridgewater might actually start. He might actually clear oh. the, the concussion protocol in time. Oh, okay. So if okay, so here, here I want I can't, I think I'm going to make this conditional. If if Teddy Bridgewater is starting, it's going to be an over. But if he's not, I think it's going to be under. I'll take the over on both. Okay, cool. Uh under if Drew Locke Okay, um, but yeah, I mean the Steelers' offense isn't that great. Mainly, like they just can't throw it, uh, and when they do throw, it, it's very short. And um, the Broncos might have both to- defenses are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree, but I still take the over, just because it the spread is kind of low. Yeah, it is. It is low, so that's might have a better chance of getting hitting the over. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any. <laughs> 
any notes for this mm-hmm. this game? I I really have no interest in this game, you, honestly. You would you would need a total of six touchdowns. Yeah, this this game is a snooze fest for me. I think, mm-hmm. even though it's you know I have it going over, it's probably gonna be like yeah. Let's go to the next one. Packers at Bengals. This one, I think, is interesting. 50, 50 and a half over-under. Uh, I'm taking the over here. What are you taking? I'm taking the under. And I have it noted that the Bengals are going to upset the Packers here. I I Bold also prediction. I also picked the Bengals in the pick'em for this week. Bold prediction. Uh, I, I agree. They the, the Packers just lost Jair Alexander. Oh, did they? They did. They cut him. Did they cut him? I'm pretty, I think they he's, cut him. he's a top corner. He's, is he? I'm pretty sure they cut him. Like really? he's, he's not on the team anymore. What? And that's why that's why I, I have here as my firearm ups. I have Chase Boyd and maybe Uzama, if Uzama can stay on those rails on the tr- on the tracks of greatness. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the throwing options. I think it's gonna be good. And with, with the fact that Mixon's looking like he's gonna be out, Bengals Bengals wide receivers is who I'm firing up. Yeah. Start them all. Is T. Higgins playing this game? <clears throat> um, I, I don't remember. I think he's still questionable. Last time I checked. Okay. But I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, if he's playing, then yeah. I, mm-hmm. I definitely take the Bengals upsetting the Packers here. Yep, I definitely take the Bengals too. And I, 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 like I said, I'm taking the over. I think that Bengals are going to be able to score and Aaron Rodgers is going to answer. All right. Next up, we got Patriots at the Houston Texans. And the spread is 39 and a half. Another another really low one. Yeah, what do you have? I'm um, I'm taking the over. I don't. I just ha- this this one's just a gut feeling. Like I feel like it should be probably under, but my my gut just says over for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I mean you're starting Cooks, you're starting Myers for bit for the reason I said earlier. Um, maybe Harris. I th- I feel like Patriots are just gonna be overall better than Texans and just gonna shut out the Texans. Yeah, is is Davis Davis Mills? Starting still, I believe so. Yeah, I take I take the under. I don't know. I I I don't feel like it's gonna be a high scoring game. Mm-hmm. Davis Mills is probably not gonna do much against this solid Patriots defense. I I totally agree with that, and I I think it's mostly gonna be one sided game. Yeah. So there's that. Bears at Raiders, forty four and a half over under. I have the over here. Damian Williams and Waller. Yeah, that's that's what I have noted. So. Mm-hmm. You know, as as we know, David Montgomery is probably out for a month, a little over a month. So yeah. Dave, Damian Williams is a capable starter. Um, so I yeah, think he's, I think he could perform there. He's he's been, he has been great in the past. So he's he's definitely got that talent, and he's a good good backup for sure. And I I was trying to get him in every single league. Oh yeah, and I didn't get him anywhere. I have him stashed already. Yeah, just you know, as a, a safety net from Montgomery, and then Waller. I have a feeling he's going to have a good game here. When doesn't he have a good game? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm taking the uh, the under in this game. Just gut feeling. Um, Bears have a decent defense. And um, Raiders have been struggling the past two games. Past two games? Past game? Yeah. I think it was past game, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Browns at Chargers. I think this one's an interesting one. 47 and a half over under. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. This one's a tough one, but I took the over, and I have noted it's going to be the Baker versus Herbert show. Baker is Baker actually, versus herbs. I like what you put here because <laughs> like, we used to call big potatoes bakers. Bakers versus herbs. <laughs> yeah, um, Baker is actually banged up. He has like a AC joint issue uh-huh. um, on his non-throwing arm, I believe it is. 
uh but he's he's choosing to play you know through it uh i have i have the chargers actually probably pooping on the browns you think so pooping on the browns the browns (laughs) browning the browns yeah that's what that's just what i think but i'm not sure yeah i'm taking i'm taking the under here uh chargers have been an electric defense uh electric team overall uh, electric offense and browns have been pretty much above average overall um i i just feel like this is gonna be a low scoring game gut feeling no other reason than that no 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 research no analytics (laughs) (laughs) all right giants at cowboys 52 and a half oh uh another big divisional game here Mm -hmm. i think this is uh america's game of the week if i am correct i think you are correct you are absolutely correct this is gonna be a a a good a good game i feel like crazy explosive both both teams just like non-stop scoring on each other yeah, I think we already know the Cowboys have a lot of offensive potential. And um, Dan... What's his face? Daniel uh, Jones. Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones has been getting getting putting that work in. Um, who, is there any way you're starting in this game? I'm starting all of my Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys are a must. That, that, that one's a given. We don't have to discuss that. We already know that. Yeah. How about on the, uh, the Giants side of the ball? I'll start Barkley, Galladay. I think the other two receivers, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, I don't know if they're playing. I think they're both questionable still. Yeah. So um, I would I would consider Kadarius Tony. They put him in yeah. last week, and he got a lot of targets. And yeah, I definitely, I would definitely um, add him there. Um, but I feel like even if Shepard or Slayton plays, they're not going to be effective because of that hamstring injury that they, they got going on. Yeah. But yeah, just start them all. Yep. So consensus over for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 49ers at Cardinals, 49 and a half over under. This is I like I, I like this game too. Yeah, another another gritty, tough divisional game here. Mm-hmm. I have the under. And I have the over. What's your reasoning, Jimmy? Uh I think with Trey Lance, his first official start, he I feel like he's gonna be nervous. Against against a four no undefeated team in your division, playing against Kyler Murray in this solid defense, I feel like it's gonna be under. I uh, I agree with you that he's probably going to be nervous, but I, I think he probably got most of the nerves out last week. Like, he, last week when he, he didn't, like, he wasn't the starter, but he went in, and he did, he looked meh to me. Like, he had some, he he did have some great plays, but overall, like, altogether, it was like, uh, looked, he looked like a rookie. Um, And, but I think this week he has a little more confidence, and so I'm taking the over on this game. Cardinals, we know, can score. They can score pretty much any way. They got their tight ends, their wide receivers, their running back. Um, the only concern is the 49ers. We, we know that their running backs are kind of a mess. And But they got Debo Samuel. They have, I think if, if there's a game for Brandon Ayuk, this might be it. Yeah. Uh, with with the change up in quarterback. Yeah. Um, I mean, both teams have, have options. And um, I... Again, to kind of reemphasize, I'm just remembering this now. Kittle might be out. So, yeah, exactly. Um, but his backup, I remember who that is, Ross Dwelly. Probably. He's been seeing some action too, though. So I don't know. I'm still. I'm gonna stick with my over. Stick to my guns. Yeah, I take. take I take it being as like a one-sided game. Niners going into Cardinals territory is gonna be mm-hmm. a rough one for uh, for uh, Trey Lance. Yeah. I mean, if. I get this is gonna be like a game for I have him in one of my leagues. I'm actually starting him, and I'm I'm looking for that explosive game for Trey Lance. So, 
if I mean if it's if it's not gonna be this game, um, he might be a drop candidate for me because I have too many quarterbacks on that team. So do you start Trey Lance here? I'm starting Trey Lance. I'm on over Derek Carr. Ooh, that's that's what that that's what that's who I'm picking between in in that league. So I'm I'm starting Trey Lance. It's kind of scary for sure, mm-hmm. but he I think he has the upside, and in that league I need that that upside. So low floor, high ceiling. Sounds good. All right. Second to last oh, matchup here. This is the most exciting game this Ooh, week. We got the Bills at the Chiefs. 56 and a half. Is over that the under. highest? That is by far the highest. I feel like any any team that plays against the Chiefs always the the spread is like driven up so much more than like anything else. The uh the spread? Yeah. Or the uh the, like the over under total. The over under total. Yeah, I feel like it is just cuz like like I like, kind of like we, I mentioned earlier, it's probably because like the Chiefs high power offense they score a lot that drives it up but not only that they get scored on a lot so yeah. you know that's that's probably the reasoning why their their over-unders are so high um Chiefs I mean, are actually giving seven to the Bills this game too yeah the Bills are not a you know not a mediocre team coming into town either Mm-mm. but the thing is I have I'm really high on the the Bills defense they have been like amazing yeah like they're number one in in takeaways and stuff like that right now um I think they can stop Mahomes here. You think so? Yeah. So you're taking the under. I'm taking the under, yeah. I'm taking the over and I'm firing up everybody. I think it's <laughs> I think it's a close game though, honestly. Yeah. I who who do you think is going to win? Another one I'm curious about. I think the Bills will win here. I, I in the pickums I took the Bills too. Yeah. Just because coming to town, you know, I I think they're they can they're, yeah. they'll stay competitive. Yeah, I agree. Especially with what you just mentioned, their uh, their defense doing well. Yeah, this is a Sunday night game. AFC showdown. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be really exciting. All right, and our last but not least, Colts and Ravens. Colts at Ravens. Forty-five and a half over under. I think this game is gonna be a snooze fest. <laughs> I think so too. Uh, but you took the over. So yeah. I, I, what does that mean? I mean, I I think it's probably gonna be one-sided. I have no confidence in Carson Wentz <clears throat> if he's even starting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with that guy anymore, but um. Yeah, I think the Ravens are gonna gonna take this one. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I picked the Ravens too. I'm taking the under. Uh, I actually predict in in our pick'em league. I predicted the total the point total to be 39 points. Oh really? So, um, I'm, that's why I'm taking the under. I think I think Ravens the Colts are gonna get like a touchdown at most, maybe a, and then a field goal, and everything else is just gonna be Ravens. Yeah. So, um, you firing up anybody? Ah, uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, the, the the clear and obvious guys. You know, yeah. maybe Marquise Brown here. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Colts side, I don't really. I, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, maybe. I, just Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman for me. Yeah, but that side. that defensive line for the for the Ravens is pretty nasty. So, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah, don't but, have a lot of confidence. Yeah, are they still? Is it, are they back to Carson Wentz? I think so. Mm. Yeah, then definitely. Mike, I would say I would definitely fire up Michael. I mean, I am starting him in our league, so. Yeah, I mean, Naeem Hines is still... I think I'm starting him in our league. Yeah. Hines is still there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's just the, the vulture of, of that running back community. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. All right. That's it. We've we've gone through all the games for this for, for week five. We've given our predictions for the over-under and our our players that we, we, we would start. Um, that's it for our... Just two- to quickly note or go back to the Jets-Falcons game. This should be a huge, you know, opportunity for Pitts, and 
a lot of people have been like on the rocks with him like not sure to like you know to start him or sit him this is the game that he has to show out otherwise make it or break it yeah because this is the opportunity here you know he he's basically a wide receiver yeah and the, like 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 we're saying the, the other wide receivers the main wide receivers are either can be hurt or not there or you know out for whatever yeah. reason um but who knows because this is this is a game that's happening you know different across time, the different time zone across the waters so yeah different time zone and all that too yeah so just um, wanted to quickly note that yeah anything else you have for any of the matchups no i think i think we've gone through everything that i've have written down and i can't think of anything else at the moment okay and if i come up with something later you guys won't know <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh yeah before we go blanks of the week blanks of the week you want to kick it off no you, you kick it off <laughs> okay let me let me uh get my my leg warm okay i'll kick it off <laughs> um i didn't want i didn't want to award this to this person um but i kind of i feel like i couldn't think of any other award for this week that was um better than this one and i'm giving the midas touch award um the if you guys don't know the story of King Midas, King Midas, he whatever he touches turns to gold. Um, that's the like the, the premise of the Midas Touch, and um, I'm giving myself the Midas Touch award. <laughs> uh, I just want to look back from, from draft day, um, on on and then from draft day to week four, uh, some players that I've picked up and dropped that have turned to gold. Cordero Patterson, the number one. Uh, he's you know we already mentioned he's like number three three running back overall. I picked him up and I dropped him. Um, Moali Cox week four I picked he's a tight end for the Colts picked him up week four scores two touchdowns um, there's other players in there there's two there's two other players in here that I also picked up and dropped I'm trying to remember them Cobb Randall Cobb again another two touchdown player in week four um, and Samaj P. Ryan Samaj P. Ryan was the other one wow did you have, were you like listening to me while I was prepping no I see it in the dock oh I I forgot I put it that in there. <laughs> I didn't even look at that. I was just like, how are you? How do you know this? Wait, where do you see this? It's it's in there. Well, okay. Either is it, way, is it hidden? Because I I could. Oh, see you it. know what? Yours is black. I I I highlighted it in white because I didn't want you to see it yet. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so on mine on my screen it's white, and then the, yeah. the, the text is written in white. So you, I have I dark can't mode. See I have you dark, have dark mode, mode on, <laughs> so you can see it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Samaje um, is might be a start this week because of. Um, Joe Mixon being hurt, and I, I had him on my roster leaving the draft. So, Madre, not, not too excited about it, but, you know, yeah. potential there. I, I mean, I just want to thank you for Patterson. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. He's, he's on my <laughs> team, home. but I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> haven't gotten a chance to, to reap the, the, the benefits no. and rewards, you know? Don't do it this week. I'm doing don't, it this week. Don't do it this week. Because this is the revenge game. I'm starting Cordero Patterson against Elvis this week. Um, I'm hoping he goes... You know, absolutely nuclear. I'm a, I'm terrified of him this week because they have no receiving options. No, but but then like, I feel like this is a trap because, you know, Matt Ryan likes to to check it down to him, but I feel like the Jets are, is gonna have Jets are gonna have a plan for for Patterson. So yeah. it makes me kind of nervous. Might might be a big game for Mike Davis, but mm-hmm. Patterson might come back down to earth. I don't know. We're both nervous then, because <laughs> <laughs> he scored. He's he was scary from last week, and he's been. It wasn't his only game this week where he did really well. There's no way I don't start him this week because yeah. he's third. What do we What do we say? He was third. Yeah, third overall. Overall, that's like disrespecting him. Like I'm literally backhanding him if I don't start him this week. Right. And I'm fine with him. If he busts, then you know it, it's fine. I 
it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're not starting as your RB one, so yeah, you know, you're still gonna have those some RB points on the board. Yeah, I would flex him if I could, but he has an early game. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, you don't want there. You want to leave yourself that flexibility. Yeah, like he's, for later games. If he's you need a somebody help. wide receiver two flex option for me. Yeah. But you know. Right. All right. What about your blank of the week? I have. So I have performance of the week, and I'm giving this one to Trinster. Trin, she scored 151 points this week, which leads all, all, all of our league. Um, she is the top on top of the you know the, the podium, and then it's Henry and then me. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect this at all because nope. she was struggling um, the first couple of weeks. I don't know. If, I don't know if these trades are paying off, mm-hmm. but you know she's she's been impressive. Yeah. Um, I mean. The, the teams that are on the bottom of our of our leaderboards are not somebody to be taken lightly. Right. So, yeah, given Trin the performance of the week, um, did I mention how much points she scored? No, but um, you might have, but you say it again. All right, she scored 151 points. Yeah. That's, Sub- that's substantial. Yeah, that's a lot substantial. of points. Yeah. So, um, good job, Trin. I, I uh, wish you the best of luck. Throughout the season, I, I think I play here like week nine. So hopefully... I, I, I play here after you. Yeah. I hopefully. thought, you know, like, go, like during like week one and three, through weeks one through three, I was thinking, oh, week five. No, week six is going to be a freebie. <laughs> but not anymore. I have, yeah. no, I have no freebies at all. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like when I play these guys, it's a bye week. I, I feel like when we look back at the end of the season and we evaluate the schedule, my schedule is going to be the, gonna have been the toughest. <laughs> hell, of a, hell of a schedule for you. But yeah, Trin, keep it up. You got you got Elvis next week too, I think. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, that's, week what, six. that's what I was just saying. Yeah, week six, and she got Ryan this week. Yep. Yeah. She so two potential wins there. Yeah. Hopefully, just one. Can't sleep on anybody, honestly. No, no. I, I mean, we. I think we both said this on on the very first podcast that like mm-hmm. every team is solid. We we think that every team is solid, and there's like um, you know, every team has weaknesses, but we're all. Uh, competitive yeah i mean and our league knows that they're aware so they're making the necessary moves to improve their teams yeah and we can see it with trend making all the trades and her pickups and stuff like that absolutely so So, yeah um next podcast do we want to take on a guest it seems like we've been doing like every other podcast we take on a guest which i i kind of like that idea i like that uh gives us a little break from our you know our our league mate yeah uh, <laughs> um, who do you want? How do you want to decide who to take on? Do we want to do the same thing? Do we want to do the same thing as last week? Oh, by the way, we, sh- we should also mention that uh, Henry actually won our our last one, but he was unavailable to podcast with us this week, so that's why he's not here. Yep. So I guess we can give, do do a kind of like a redo. We can, yeah. Let's do it on the Bills and Chiefs game. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, point total, right? That's what we did last time. Point total, yeah. All right. So if you guys want to come on the show, uh. Guess the point total for the Bills and Chiefs game. Uh, post it in the podcast. Um, I mean, in the Discord. And um, my only available my only availability for next week is Monday. So if we can't get an early podcast in, then uh, we might just skip next week and move on to the week mm-hmm. after. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, ideally, we'd be able to get. We'd like to get one in every week, but uh, not always possible. So. Um, and that's why we're not committing to every being an every week podcast. Yeah, so so make sure you submit your answer in our Discord. Yeah, so that we can see it. Yeah, and this podcast is going up pretty late, um, either late tonight, Friday, or early Saturday. 
And so what I'll do is I'll also post the question. Usually we make you listen and for the question, and then you post your answer. Yeah. But I mean, the, as, as long as they listen before Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, which is only pretty much like Two Saturday. Days. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And yeah, Sunday if you have the time, but you're pretty, pretty, pretty busy watching the games already. Yeah. So um, that's why I'll, we'll, we'll post the question, like the question itself in the Discord. And um, that's it for this week. I think we have one more oh, thing. Oh, oh I, do, right? I did include one more thing. Early bye week reminder. Um, it's we're going into week five. First bye week is week six. Yeah. So um, you know that our league benches are deep, so there's not a lot of options in the waiver. So make sure you make those um make those trades to get the cover your bye weeks if you need to. Yeah, and after this week, we're halfway through t- those the trade deadline. So if you want to make moves to improve your team or whatever it is, make sure you get them in now. Before it's too late. Yep, that's right. Um, after after week ten, there's no more trades. Uh, trading will close, and then once the playoffs are done, yeah, trading, trading will open back up. They will resume after the season's over. Yep. And then uh, I just want to bring up one thing. It's not on the show doc, but I think we had someone mention that they want to in our league. They want more IR spots. So just to you know, quickly talk about it. Um, I think I think right now we have like a deep bench very deep bench so i don't know if it's necessary to have we can talk about this during you know after yeah, the we, season's over we can discuss with everybody too but um i i i i, I kind of see where you're leading with this and i yeah. absolutely agree with you that our our benches are so deep that i feel like if you have a lot of injured players you're just really unlucky this year yeah that season yep um i mean but at the same time like we have so many bench places like you're not going to use them all um, I know that you would like to um, replace your hurt players with a, a, a non-hurt player, but th- that just facilitates dropping people to the waiver wire. Otherwise, there'd be nobody on the waiver wire. Exactly. Right? We need to have moves on the waiver wire too. Exactly. But yeah, I just wanted to quickly bring up just that, that was something yeah. that was you know some, that, brought up on in our league. So I just wanted to quickly yeah. note it. So yeah, those are our initial thoughts on that. And um, if if we need to discuss further, we can absolutely bring that up and uh, we could discuss it on the on um in discord yeah we're also at week five it's still pretty pretty early on so we'll, it's still kind of it in a like experiment for us yep the, uh, the dynasty league yeah we're still, our first we're, year. we're still learning about what works and what doesn't yep and um again that's why our fees are low this year might go, <laughs> might go up we'll see we'll see how uh everybody feels it's something it's like things that happen with the league we'll take we'll take votes on for the areas that matter yep so I think I think that's it. Yeah, if you don't have any more. No, I'm all I'm all talked out. All right, I think this week is pretty short, short and sweet. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes it's like that. All right. Yeah. Alrighty, that's it. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Later. Peace. See ya. <laughs>